I'm your host, life and relationship coach, Jazz, and this is Heard That Before. You can check out my website, Couples Guide to Communication, where you can find deals on relationship sessions and my new collection of journals. Today's show is about deal breakers. Many people have a type or preference, but many people don't have a solid deal breaker. People will say what they will and will not deal with but they don't stand firm in those beliefs. I think everyone should have a deal breaker because if you don't have a deal breaker, you'll find yourself putting up with almost any and everything, even if it's unhealthy for you, even if it's not something you accept. Sometimes you have to be able to just stand and say, okay, this isn't going to work for me. That I will not accept. If you can't change that, if that's a part of you, then this is the relationship is over. I know it's hard sometimes to walk away from someone that you care about or you love, or you have a real strong interest in, but sometimes it's the best for you. Deal breakers are your snapshot into red flags. So if you have a list of deal breakers, you've already climbed one mountain. You know what I mean? So if you see deal breakers show up as red flags as well. Now, if you know your deal breaker is this guy doesn't return phone calls fast enough for me. That also is a red flag because it could be he's not returning phone calls because he is busy doing something else that could be illegal he can be entertaining other women. He or she can be entertaining other people. It could be any of those things. So if you have deal breakers, it can definitely give you a snapshot into red flags and you can set yourself up for how the relationship will go or progress or even if you go further with anything at all. Now, some people don't know what deal breakers are or even how to really choose a deal breaker. I have a ton of deal breakers here, some that are reasonable, some that aren't so reasonable, but these are things that people use. Now, here's some of the unreasonable. I know I hear tons of women say he has to be six feet tall, you know, muscular, handsome, light skin, dark skin, you know, things like that. Those are superficial things that change over time. Height doesn't change, but you know, that beautiful light skin can definitely turn into dark spot, a dark spotty face or whatever. So, you know, to say that that's what you're looking for sometimes is, you know, really not realistic. Um, where a person works, you know, some people are like, oh, they work, uh, they work for the bus company. Oh, I need a corporate man, you know, but the dollar is the same. The corporate man, some Women want a corporate man for no specific reason at all. Because a man that works at a bus company can easily put on a suit when it's time to go out if he needs to. So it's not always necessary that, you know, because he goes to work at a, at a corporation. A five question is what kind of, you know, work do you do? Stuff like that always, you know, plays a role when it comes to, you know, deal breakers as well. Body shape. I think this kind of is like a guy thing. Not women too, but guys, you know, she has to have big boobs, 
you know, small ways, no stretch marks, fat butt, you know, perfect skin. That is not realistic these days unless we buy it. Even skinny women have stretch marks these days. So, you know, uh, body shape and higher skin is and all that, that's really unrealistic because you you don't know what you're going to get sometimes. And even if you marry someone or you date someone that has flawless skin when you meet them, guess what? That can all change in time. Gravity changes everything. If they have been married before, this is a, a silly deal breaker because everyone's been in relationships before. Married, dating, someone was before you. Unless this is your first boyfriend, then, you know, then, you know, then it's different. But no, most, most people have been in relationships before. So to say, I never want to date a man that's been married before. There could be many reasons why he's not married anymore. Or she could be married anymore. Anything could be possible. The person could be passed away. They're widows. So of course, um, they look to move forward. Um, the last relationship could have been abusive. So they got out of it. That's a healthy reason why they got out, got out of it. They wanted to better themselves, get a better life. So to judge someone because they were previously married is just silly. Where they were raised. Some people have been raised in some of the worst neighborhoods and have grown up to be some of the most amazing people. So to judge someone on where they were raised. Yeah, that's silly. As well as where they live now. Everyone has a story just because you're meeting them right now in a space. That's not what you expect. That's not a reason to say, no, I could, I, I can never date you now on my reasonable list. I said homeless. That is true. I think you should not. If you have yourself together, dating someone that's homeless may not work for you. That could be a deal breaker. When I say where they live, I mean the environment, location. I don't literally mean if they have a home or not. I mean, I mean location when I say that's unreasonable. When you say someone's boring. Now, sometimes people are boring, but boring people, some, some of them are open to adventures and new things. They just need someone to do those things with. So until they find someone to do those things with, some people choose to just be boring they choose to go to work you know go to dinners go to the movies by themselves hang out by themselves some people feel more comfortable doing that but once they get in a relationship and they find a mate that you know helps bring that out of them they may not be boring anymore so to judge someone off of you know oh they don't have a ton of hobbies or they don't do this or do that. This is why you ask those questions on dates. Like I said in the, um, one of my other podcasts, you have to ask questions. When you get through those lists of things, you'll be able to find out what will and will not go for you. Education level. Now, I know this is a little shaky, but I know some people that have masters and doctrines would rather that their mate be uh, educationally equal to them. But I would say that you can find someone that has a doctorate and a master's and the person with a high school diploma can have the same exact educated conversation with you. They just didn't have that 
opportunity to go to school like you for whatever reason, for whatever reason. So, you know, sometimes to say that I'm not dating you because you, you know, you're not on my educational level is a little kind of pushing it to me, but it could be a deal breaker for some. Someone that's always on social media. I think this is a real, real deal breaker. And I think that this is a, it, and it goes on the um, reasonable because you need to learn to separate social media from your real life. People have a hard time learning how to put their phones down now. Our phones do everything. We can talk to 12 people at one time. We can be on social media watching something and listening to YouTube all at once. But um, social media has definitely taken the social out of people's lives, believe it or not, because people don't know how to be social face to face anymore. Anything you go to, everyone has their phone out, looking at it through a lens when you're actually literally there and you can just look at it through your two eyeballs, but you rather look at it through a lens of the phone while you're recording it. So yeah, that's social media can definitely be a deal breaker. Now, This other list I have here is more reasonable things and children. Children can be a a major deal breaker because some people don't know how to be a step parent. Some parents don't know how to allow the other parent to parent without them. So things like that can be deal breakers in relationships Some people don't know how to set boundaries for the other parent with the new mate. So, you know, children can sometimes be a deal breaker. Someone that's unemployed. No, um, men and women don't need the opposite sex to take care of them, but it's good to know that someone can take care of themselves. So if you meet someone and they're unemployed and the story they give you is, oh, I've been looking and, you know, And it doesn't seem like they're actually taking accountability for it. Sounds like they're blaming everyone. Definitely a deal breaker because they're not in a space where they can accept responsibility for what's going on in their life. Drug use, alcohol use, smokers. Those are all things that should be deal breakers if you're not into those things. Because those things aren't good for your health anyway. But if those are things you indulge in, then be my guest, this should not be a deal breaker. If you're married on paper, if someone is still married on paper, they're still married. Don't believe anything. Oh, he moved out or she moved out and, you know, or I'm just staying here for the kids or he just stays there to help me with the kids. Those are deal breakers. Anyone that's still attached on paper, they're still married. The marriage is not over and and there's no need for you to even try to believe that it's over until it's someone signed on a dotted line because they can wake up one morning and just say, you know what? We're still married. Let's make it work. And there you go. And that's it. And that can happen in any relationship. But see, this is a deal breaker. So, you know, already if you meet a guy and he says, well, you know, I'm looking for something, but I still live with my ex-wife. We haven't done the divorce yet, but we're going to do it in a few years. That's a deal breaker. That's a deal breaker. And, you know, a peek into a red flag. 
because why would he even try to start a relationship with you if he's still married and he still lives in a household? So that's a red flag to a toxic person in the first place. Someone that's into illegal activities. Yeah, that should be easy to explain. I should not have to explain that to you. You should know illegal activities lead to jail, lawyers, money laws, a whole bunch of other stuff. Race. Race can be an issue not because we're not in a multicultural world right now, but because race goes with some religions. So if you meet an Indian man and you want to date and he's like, you know, my parents want me to marry a, you know, a Indian woman and he puts emphasis on it, but still tries to let you feel like it's okay. He's not really with it. Sometimes you have to really tread lightly with things like that because that goes with culture as well. Race and cult, you know, the race and the culture thing, they go hand in hand. So you have to be extra careful with things like that. Religion and spirituality. Uh, I haven't seen a Christian and a Muslim together in a healthy relationship. So I don't know if that's even possible. So religion and spirituality definitely is a thing. I, you know, you I don't think uh, um, a Catholic and someone that just has spiritual beliefs would be able to have a relationship. So it's always good to know those. Deal breakers inside while you're in a relationship, cheating. I think that should be a major, major deal breaker. Um, laziness. No sense of humor. Bad sex. Low sex drive. Too much video games. Too quiet. Too blunt. They don't want any kids. And they don't want marriage. These are just many, many, many of the things that you should think of. Now, I don't feel like your deal breaker list should be 10 pages long. It's just certain things you think about yourself that would make you say, hmm, you know what? This isn't for me. I don't want a guy or a girl that does this. Or I couldn't deal with someone who does that. That helps you get out when you got time. Before you get too deep. Before it's too late. Before there's children involved. And now you have to split up children. And, you know, co-parent and things like that. That can be really, really hard. Also, another deal breaker. Abuse. Abuse should not be tolerated at all. Verbally, physically, it's not not a not a good idea at all. Don't you know? Sometimes they'll say, "I'll never do it again." There's a high possibility that they will do it again. So you know, first signs of someone being overly aggressive or something that should be a real deal breaker. Deal breakers. Are my favorite. And you know what? You don't even have to let your mate know what your deal breakers are. Because once you let them know what your deal breakers are. 
if they have any intentions on being that person, they're going to try to change it. You just let people be who they are. And I know some people say they'll change. Some people are willing to change or grow for the relationship. But certain times you don't want to give someone the blueprint to what it is that you don't accept that you won't accept because that's them. And no matter what, the real them will expose themselves. Whether it's month, three months, six months, 10 years, the real them will expose themselves and you'll be sitting there like, I do not like this. I do not want a man like this. I do not want a woman like this. So it's best to keep your deal breakers to yourself, you know, but you find out the deal breakers by asking those questions. You ask those questions. You don't ignore the red flags. So many people ignore red flags. Women, we have a tendency to turn red flags into pink glitter and say, oh, no, I just thought that it, it, it couldn't have been that bad. You know, he'll it, it's not that. No, it is that. Run. Red flags mean run the other way. Deal breakers mean cut it off immediately. I'm not telling you anything that I have never done myself. I can be in the middle of a relationship and it seems like it's going well, but that deal breaker pops up. That deal breaker pops up. I don't leave immediately. I say, this is not, I do not. And if that person gives me a response of, this is me, I'll always be like this, it's a deal breaker for you. I'll exit fast. Sad, yes. But with my peace. And that means more to me than anything. And that should mean a lot to you as well, your peace. You should really value your peace, your peace of mind, just to be able to be at peace. You do not want to live a life of, you know, chaos because your mate isn't who you need them to be. And for them to be who you need them to be, that doesn't mean they have to be someone other than themselves. You don't have to change them, but if you can identify what you want beforehand, when you get in there, people grow, people change. But most of the time when people grow and change, it's never for the worse, it's for the better. So if you, you know, when you get in the relationship and some of your deal breakers pop up, that means your, your mate isn't growing to become a better them. That's when you step in, especially when it's long-term relationships, you step in and you try to build some type of communication to try to get them back on track. Now, if you have a mate that never drunk and then they started drinking and doing drugs. Now, I don't say that those deal breakers you just run out on because those are things that something, something brought those things on. 
So those are things you, that's when you step in and become the supportive mate. You don't, when I say supportive, I don't mean you start buying them the alcohol and drugs. I mean, you try to help them get the help that they need so that they don't feel like they need to rely on alcohol or any type of substance. This one here is me, 100%. Someone that's too blunt. I'm really blunt. And it's really bad. And I've been working on it since I was able to talk. So on top of the being bluntness, I've been trying to work on my facial expressions because I really have an issue with this. So if I ever, well, I'm in a relationship now, but if I had ever came across a guy that deal breaker was my bluntness and my facial expressions, I would definitely be a goner. And I think that in past relationships, that definitely was a deal breaker, but they, that person didn't have a deal breaker list. So they just, you know, I guess dealt with it. I don't know, but that's why it's good to have a deal breaker. And then sometimes when, sometimes when your deal breakers pop up and say it's something like that, someone's too blunt, right? And you tell your mate, you say, oh my God, that was your mouth. It's just ridiculous. And you know you love that person, you're gonna think like, oh my God, maybe I'll change. Or I should change slightly, or at least tone it down some, or maybe think before you speak some. Because remember, that is part of you. But toning down being a, a really loud, blunt person isn't really a bad thing. You just gotta know when to turn it on and turn it off. So that's something that that's why I don't want you guys to tell your mate ahead of time what's a deal breaker and what's not. Because later on, you know, they may just want to work on it anyway, just because it's going to better them. Don't tell them everything up front because, yeah, just don't let let it let that kind of stuff just flow later on. But, you know. And when I say don't tell them up front, I don't mean don't say I don't mean say like, oh, I don't, I don't want to date a man with kids. I don't want a man that's lazy. I don't want a girl too needy. I don't like people that smoke. And you don't have to say any of that. But when that date is over and you know that those things aren't anything that you will deal with, you just walk away. You let them know oh, the date was nice. Yes, but I don't, you know, I don't see anything. And if they, if they ask, you know. If you choose to tell them, then you tell them, but don't run down your list. Just, oh no, cause I want this. I want this. I want this. And I don't like this. And I like this. And this is this. And this is that. Don't do that. Just go with the flow. If they ask you, tell them if you choose to, but you don't have to either. You don't ghost them either, but you can just let them know. Like, you know, I don't smoke. And, you know, I really don't want to date someone that smokes. You know, I'm really a health freak. And smoking isn't, you know, something that I'm into or looking for. You know what I mean? But you got to get to that point. Don't just run down your list because you never know what you might get from that. But just conversations will help you get to where you need to be in relationships now, I talked about red flags a little bit today. 
But I think my next week's show, I will talk about red flags a little more in depth because I really didn't even want to go into red flags at all today. This was fully just for deal breakers. If I forgot any deal breakers, feel free to DM me on IG, Couples Guide to Communications. All my links are going to be in the description of this podcast. Um, I hope my tips helped. Feel free to DM for advice as well. I'm here. I'm helpful. And thank you. Have a good night.